VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. This last week, I ate an incredible piece of bread that my mommy made me in the air fryer. So I sort of got residual wisdom from her as she decided to make mommy's famous bread in the air fryer. And when I say mommy, I mean my mommy, mm-hmm. not my baby's mommy, Got it. Sarah. Which you also call her. Which that. I also call her mommy. <laughs> it's confusing because little baby Julian needs to know who mommy is. Now, when you say an incredible piece of bread, did yeah. it have like- Focaccia. Did it have like Dash or Elastigirl on the on it? And, inc- and, and walk me through the reference. Or- uh, Walk me through Dash, baby, Incredible. Oh, you mean baby. from Incredibles? <laughs> yeah. Such a, a stretch. Frozen. Such a bad- <laughs> <laughs> Such a stretch immediately. And, and by, I don't mean by Elastigirl standards. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, don't do Eric's catchphrase <laughs> two seconds into the episode. Not the right property and not the right guy. I'm sitting here with Alan Starzynski, friend of mine, troublemaker, uh, old roommate of mine. You may know Alan from playing Brett Kavanaugh <laughs> on American Crime Story. You may. <laughs> you may. You so may. if you're looking at him going, why do I fucking hate this guy? <laughs> it's because Alan uh, played the role of a young Brett Kavanaugh in the Bill Clinton story on what network? Uh, FX. And Alan, thanks for coming to the show. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Well, uh, Alan, obviously the show is called Perfect Person. Mm-hmm. And I know that you've got a lot of flaws. Yeah. And that's why sometimes we have sort of a grower, not a shower on the show. <laughs> what now, this show, yeah. is it in response to the Hoobastank song? It is. Okay. Yeah, directly. Yeah. It's, and people don't know that because I've never said it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do believe when you Google perfect person, this is the first thing that comes up. Hoobastank or this? No, me, this. Oh. It used to be Hoobastank. <laughs> you really? <laughs> oh, man. It, You've had a vendetta against Hoobastank for a long time. I've been saying for a long time that I'm the poor man's Hoobastank. No, but I do remember people kept tagging me being like, I Google perfect person and Hoobastank comes up. (laughs) Not anymore, man. Oh, baby. Now, Alan, uh, so we used to be roommates. We did used to be roommates. And you tried to introduce me to my lovely wife, Sarah, uh, much to nobody's chagrin. Yeah, several, several times I tried to set both of you up. Mm -hmm. She said, "Uh, yeah, he's cute and tall, but he's too young and- you were like, uh, I'm busy this, is the, yeah. this is the ugliest chick I've How ever seen. How fucking dare you? That's my <laughs> wife. You were talking about the mother of my child. I Keep didn't say that. my wife's <laughs> name. Fucking feet. Oh, out no, of fucking your mouth. mouth. <laughs> no, you know what I'll say? I uh, I was probably busy like playing video games. You, that's a hundred percent what was happening. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's weird. I'm living with him. I don't know him that well. He's invited me to a dinner party. Do I want to accept? 
several dinner, a lot of dinner parties. And then yeah. I would get in trouble because <laughs> you had a plus one because I had a plus one yeah, me did not come. Yeah. And then we met organically at a party, mm-hmm. which, um, and they bonded over you, me being annoying, you being annoying, which yeah. is like huge. Yeah. So Alan, I want to sort of paint the scene here for what our dynamic was originally. I mean, your family to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, when I first moved into that apartment, we had to have a sit down chat. Do you remember why? Do you remember why we had to have a sit down chat? Yes, of course, because I'd scare you. <laughs> yes, yes, because you would scare. I would me. jump scare. You would fucking jump scare me in my own home. I had moved to LA probably like a couple months prior, and I found him on this like Facebook group, and he was like, "I have a room that's available," and I moved in, and then I would come home in the dead of night, and it would be bitch like, and it'd be like. Hello? No. <laughs> Nobody. It was no. like you were living in Scream. It was. And, but also, also, you do have a heart condition. I do, I do have a heart condition. I do have a heart condition. I would come home and I would say, hello. And no one's responding. And all the lights are off for some reason. And I'm like, what's going on? And I would walk in and you would just jump out of the darkness and go, like scream. And I would freak out. And it got to the point where you scared me. You loved it so much. I loved it. (laughs) Honestly, I used to do this to my mom. She would be coming home from work. I would hide. But here's the thing. I did it to her at least three times a week for years, for years. And then I would hide behind the coat rack. She'd come in and I, she'd close the door and I go, ah, she go, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but you you should have taken a video of me. It would have gone by. Yeah. Yeah. But had we known, had Had we known known we were sitting on viral gold. My favorite thing is when you realized that before, Right as you were moving in, yeah, that you had seen me before. Oh my god, that's so right. And I get, oh yeah, so yeah, right. I I see a Facebook post that's like this guy, and he's like, "This is a great apartment, by the way. Great. Fantastic apartment, I'm still in a cool, there, in a cool neighborhood. You're still there." And I was like, "Oh man, that's so great. Like, I hope I get it." And I go and I meet you, and I think this guy looks kind of familiar, and I can't really place you. And then <laughs> he'd already put, he'd already been approved. Already put the deposit yeah. down. Put the deposit down. I'm signed up to living with this guy. And then I get a flashback when I'm moving in <laughs> to me at a midnight show in New York in the Lower East Side. At and UCB. At UCB. And it was a midnight show called Cool Shit, Weird Shit. And um, I just remember there was this act that came out. It was like, because the show had a bunch of different acts. And this act that came out blacked the fuck out. I was not blacked out. I remember it. You were wasted. I was wasted. And, yes, that's true. And this true. guy who I did not know wasted came on the stage and just was like, fuck the fucking cops. Like just started, not even really comedy, more just, which no. by the way, I agree. But like, you just came out and just started like doing a rant, like what pacing back and forth as if you were Tony Robbins with a fucking shot. <laughs> And uh, and I remember that that was you. And I remember while I watched that show at the time, which was a couple of years prior, I turned to my friend John and I said, this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, destiny, fate, as it were, brought us together. But I loved the reveal. But I was like, oh yeah, that was me. And you're like, cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, cool. That's awesome. As, <laughs> Good as for me. you were moving. Yeah. But yeah. on a 
Uh, the scare <laughs> tactics. We, I, you scared me so many times that I had to be like, Hey, Alan, you got to stop scaring me, man. Uh, yeah. We had a sit down talk and I said, you got to stop scaring me because I'm afraid to come home. <laughs> I was like, I'm afraid to come home and I can't be worried to come home to my own house because I'm worried you're going to frighten me. And you said, oh, God, you were like so understanding. You were like, yeah, I know for sure. I, I get it. Like we had our fun. We had our fun. We had our fun. And then in your mind, I'm sure you're like, what's the funniest thing I can possibly do? It's <laughs> <laughs> to wait in the darkness. Like maybe 12 hours later, I'm home and I had a friend with me and we were walking and I, all the lights were up and I fucking knew you couldn't help yourself. And so I was like, I walked in and all the lights were up and I go, Alan, and you didn't respond. You were like silent, crouched behind the corner. And I knew you were there because I just was like, he's got to be there. So I reached my hand slowly into the darkness and you just wrapped your fingers around my wrist. Like you just couldn't. And you immediately started apologizing. You were like, you just couldn't help yourself. You were like, I'm sorry, man. I just, I, got, I had to get it. I had to, you just, you were like a kid in a candy store. So, but, and I know, so I will do, I'll, I'll do things that I'm like, oh, I know they're going to be mad, but they're going to have a really good story. Like, <laughs> A year from now and they're yeah. not mad about it anymore. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a really funny thing to do. Just the persistence really. I did. St I did stop after that one though. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Once the, once you realized that like you were an addict that couldn't stop frightening me, you, uh, you did eventually stop. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it, that is the thing I was like, yeah, just what you said. What? is the funniest thing that could, <laughs> could after the, do after just the last drop of mm -hmm. liquid out of the thing. Now, um, uh, hard pivot here. A friend of ours said you went to a sex party. Oh my God. I knew <laughs> that this is what you were going to ask me about. I knew that this was, and I ran into five people no way. that knew me. That knew me. Like one person I like dated briefly. That's crazy. And what type of, is this like an invites only? Yeah. Yeah. An invites only. You knew somebody that was like, come on down to this thing. And you're sort of a notoriously single guy. Yes. And I would say in every sense of the word, if our crew is how I met your mother, you're Barney Stinson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But ultimately looking for love. But also, and, you, and you're looking for love. But so was Barney. You know what I mean? So is Barney. Now, so, uh, and how was the sex party? I walk in. Yeah. And there, <laughs> there's a woman who has like her hands tied up in kind of like in a, like a, French like a strappy, outfit. strappy outfit kind of okay. thing. Sure. And there's a guy, uh, a tall, slender guy with. A slender like, man. Yeah. A slender <laughs> man. A slender man. He's uh, a slender man. <laughs> but had a. Kind of handheld cat of nine tails sort sure. of thing. Yeah. It's how you'd write it in a script. Yeah. <laughs> if this is a podcast, I want to paint a picture. Yeah. They <laughs> were just <laughs> casually and lightly whipping with no expression on his face. You think they like, were hired for the show? Uh, I know that they were. Yeah. But they, he, but he also was so enthusiastic. It felt like, a chore like he had to do like he was 
watering the lawn. Yeah, right, yeah. And by the way, what type of place is this? Is this at a warehouse downtown? Is this at an Yeah, it's an Amazon warehouse. (laughs) Amazon Um, Bezos was there, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was at this kind, like a- like a high-end dungeon in the West Side. Like a sex dungeon. Like they're A the, high-end dungeon yeah. in the West Side. Like dungeons are where uh dominatrixes will sure. yeah. rent out a space and they'll do stuff. I think it's also mm. maybe it's just like a horny event space. I don't know. I uh, would love to be on the marketing team for a horny event space. We've got a Think outside of yeah, the chains. You that's know? right. Got it. So you arrive, and uh, and what's the mood? Are you stripping down nude? Or are you fully clothed? Fully clothed. Yeah. It's uh, you. The dress code is lingerie, fetish wear, or cocktail attire. Oh, nice. I walk in. Mm-hmm. The first person that I see is somebody who <laughs> I've known for fifteen years and has the same exact birthday as me. Um, that is. What and and are you psyched or are you like oh this is kind of an odd you have to be yeah like, right. you have There's to no like, choice you're like oh cool yeah yeah right because the minute that you're like oh it's weird then it's weird no for sure you don't want any you don't want to tilt to the dominoes that are like the whole or all of the social uh, elements that are going into this yeah I had two separate people come up to me go you. Do UCB? I was like, we're doing short form in, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the lower dungeon. Let's get to the phone lines here. <laughs> Alan, as always, people call into the show and they've got conundrums and they're ready to rip them open. Like right. a Band-Aid for me and presumably you to solve. Yes. Now, if you like the show, please consider rating and subscribing it. And if you love the show, consider joining us on Patreon where we've got ad-free extended versions of this episode, all the other episodes, as well as exclusive episodes that exist just on the freaking Patreon. Now, Alan, you can always call the show if you join the Instagram. Oh, wow. That's where I post the story with the times to call with the phone number. Now, people have been calling in all freaking day. And, and that's pretty much it. And nope, you don't need to do Eric's catchphrase. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I, I, you don't need to do it because I do it. <laughs> you don't need to do Eric's catchphrase because I'm going to do it every minute on the minute. Hey, perfect people. I'm calling because I think my best friend is trying to be me. Uh, she keeps copying me. And I don't know what to do about it because it's starting to drive me actually bananas. Uh, please give me a call back. I don't know what to do. What do you do when someone's playing copycat, Alan? Oh, my God. There is no way. Hello. You called Perfect Person. You called Perfect Person, and we're here to call your ass back. She's reacting like you're, like she's getting concert tickets. You like, just like, won tickets to Avril Lavigne <laughs> at the Super Center. Come on. You did not understand. That's. That's what this feels like. No, okay. I'm here with it's- my friend, Alan Starzynski. Hi, you don't know me. Hi. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to be here. This is amazing. So tell me about your best friend who's playing copycat, because, uh-oh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so um, at first, so some context. I am like a grown-ass woman. Like, <laughs> I have a job. Um, mm-hmm. I... I'm not in college. We are not teenagers. Got it. So at first I was like, this is totally in my head. No big deal. So we met in college. We've been friends for about three years now. And out of school, I'm not going to tell you what job I have. Um, Plumber. But but yeah, go out on. of yeah. school, 
Um, yeah, out of yeah, so out of directly out of school, I became a plumber, and <laughs> nice, I went yeah. to school for plumbing. Okay, awesome. mm-hmm. and um, my my friend did not go to school for plumbing, but went to school for something, you know, in the trade, so to speak. Got and it. um, and then she became a plumber, and I was like, oh, okay, like that's great. I love that. We have the same job. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I started noticing things that were just too similar. So it would be mm-hmm. like, I, I would start dating and I would, and then she would start dating and I was like, okay, perfect. No, that's awesome. We're dating at the same time. And then I broke up with my boyfriend and she broke up with her boyfriend. And I was like, mm. okay, no big deal. We're just, we're just on the same timeline. This yeah, thing. sure. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I got a, um, a job waitressing and she was like, I think I'm going to get a job waitressing. And I was like, okay, right. okay. sounds good. Uh-huh. Um, and then I started reading tarot and she started reading tarot. And then I started posting on TikTok and she would post a similar TikTok. And I thought I was going crazy and maybe I still am, but I, I just can't take it anymore. And I okay. want to either freeze out from this friendship or confront it in a way that's not, um, narcissistic. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, you, you absolutely. Don't... Because I don't, I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm reading too much into it mm-hmm. and she just like wants to be close and wants to be my friend and do mm. similar things. But I, I don't know. It's just starting to line up a little too much. Oh, and what the, I think the icing on the cake is that I mm. like this guy and she, and then I moved away and yes, <laughs> um, I like this guy. And then, um, I, I moved away. So I no longer was interested in this guy. And then she started talking to him, and I was like, okay, well, that's fine. Okay, so it seems like we've got a case of this person being like wanting to be tight with you. A doppelgang her. Okay, Alan. <laughs> now, it seems well, like- <laughs> what a reversal from Miles. Thank you so much. A huge reversal. So, yeah, well, I mean, first of all, let's just get this off the bat. Friends do stuff that friends do. Yeah. So, and I'm like, not, that, I'm not gonna, you gotta hear the second part yeah. of your thing, but at first it's like, you're like, oh, I got into tarot, then she got into tarot. It's like, well, yeah, like if Alan got into like, I don't know, eating like a lot of big turkey sandwiches that look delicious. Which I do. Yeah. Which he definitely does. I can't stop. Can, <laughs> then I'd be right. like, oh, wow. Like, let me get myself some turkey sandwiches because Alan <laughs> seems to really love that shit. But I think that mm-hmm. really what's bothering you about this is that, you're feeling like you want to have a sense of individuality. You're feeling yeah, like you want to you want to be good at certain stuff. Now, sometimes mm-hmm. I've gotten into the situation. Um, sometimes, actually, with like with friends, it's important that somebody is like the best at something. Of so that challenge friendship. her, challenge her to challenge her things. to a duel. See who wins, and whoever wins gets to keep that hobby. Oh yeah, you're good at tarot. Oh well, I just pulled this card, and <laughs> you treat it like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, you treat it like Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, oh yeah, touch this. A uh, blue eyes, white dragon, the five of tentacles. <laughs> Yeah, I think that like really what's going on is you may be spending a little bit too much time with this person as well. You said that this person was your best friend. Yeah, so she was my best friend, like was my best friend in college. Yeah. Um, I when I broke up with my boyfriend, I ended up having to move back home. So I'm about four hours away from her now. Got it. Okay. Um, and so that's why at first I was not I was thinking 
this is, you know, just kind of in my head because we we're, we're friends, right? Yeah, so right. obviously we're going to have similar hobbies. That makes total sense. But right. then things just started aligning a little too much. And yeah, I don't mm. want to, I don't want to call her out on it because she'll be like, well, I just like to do these things too. But it's just getting a little, I don't want to drop anything too specific just, yeah. to, just so, to make sure that I'm not giving myself away here. I have a question and yeah. I forgot your name. So I'll call you Connor. Um, Connor, <laughs> Connor is your friend, let's say Billy, uh, is Billy better at these things than you? And then you're a little upset. A little jelly. Yeah. You're a little jelly. Um, n- I would say no. I mean, okay. maybe, maybe she is a little bit more like charismatic or outgoing than me, oh. but I definitely, I, mm. but I you're ghostwriting her personality. <laughs> She's Blake livelying you. Oh, where, I don't, oh, wait. Where, where so, she's, I don't, I mean, I think Blake lively might've been in a movie where this happened. <laughs> It just seems like something she would do is all. No, she's like seeing your interests and then adopting them. And then you feel like she's charismatic and maybe like presenting as if they were her idea and not giving you credit necessarily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Um, but we, I know you don't want to give specifics because so we won't give your life away here. Mm-hmm. But give us yeah. one that's just like... This is, you said tarot and that was it. Yeah. What, what is the yeah. world that your job is in? I, I, you don't have to say exactly what it is, uh-huh. but like, I think I just need to, I need to be led to water a little bit. I'm a horse and daddy's got a drink. I need to sort of be um, led to what the world of your yeah. job is. Connor, what is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I am in, <laughs> I think I'm just going to talk. Okay. I'm a healthcare recruiter. And so she got a job got in healthcare <laughs> recruiting. So specific. Um, so it was very <laughs> It was very specific. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah. So, like, it happened all around the same time. That's that was like no big deal. I I'm I was great actually in the beginning because we could commiserate about our job. Right. And I thought I thought that was great. Um. The the guys like her pursuing guys that I was interested in or that I had been talking to. That I think was the weirdest thing because I just can't imagine going after like my friends previous dates like yeah. um this is something that alan has experience with so alan why don't you go for it <laughs> <laughs> i think this happens a lot you when you express interest in somebody yeah other people are like oh especially if they trust your your perspective this is a good point they're like mm-hmm. oh this person found something really uh likable and charming about this other individual. Maybe I will investigate it a little bit too. That's a really good point that I actually haven't thought about that way, but you're right. When someone is dating, like if you have a friend that has a partner, you're then looking Mm -hmm. at that partner through the eyes of your friend and you're being like, oh, they clearly found like this attraction and this charm through them. Now, obviously you shouldn't go like dating your friend's exes just as a cardinal rule, but I think that's a way to (laughs) understand. That's a way to understand it. And I think that like, yeah, Mm -hmm. with dating exes, it's so tough because like I just truly could not give less of a shit if somebody dated one of my exes because I found like- Hear that exes? Hear that exes? Come date my friends. But it's like, (laughs) I think that it matters more when you're sort of in a free fall. It matters more when you're like, I don't know what the next step is. Like maybe I go back to an ex or maybe I find someone new. I think that it matters more there where- uh, you want to keep all options open. And then when your friend dates mm-hmm. them, it's like, oh, I, 
like it almost feels like you're worried that the relationship with your friend is going to be sacrificed by them dating, you know, somebody that you've dated, which I totally get. I don't yeah. think that you need to be like so chill with that. Yeah, I'm I'm like definitely not in the business of of competing. Yeah, you're in the business of healthcare recruiting. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh, if she listens to this. I've been recommending the podcast like crazy and she's like, oh, oh, no, oh this will be the if, one. You know this what? This will be the one. Yeah. Wait, she doesn't <laughs> listen to the podcast? No, but she might listen to this episode. No, That's I know. that so she's not copying I, everything. So here's what I'll what I'll say. If you have a message for yeah. her, let me have you speak directly to your friend listening to this Billy, episode. Your friend Billy. Your and friend I will Billy. be and I will be them. Oh, no. And you you will be yeah. So know. if you could say something to them in a way that was you know empathizing, but also just letting them know what your needs are, then I want you to try because it's mm-hmm. not often that people have direct conversations like this. Yeah, because it's uncomfortable. Oh my god, it's uncomfortable. Well, the last well, and the last time I tried to have a conversation about this, she started crying. So I yeah. felt bad. Um, yeah. So uh, hey, Billy mm-hmm. Connor here. Yeah. Um. I really value our friendship and I have enjoyed it. Um, however, mm. I would love to see you pursue the interests that you have that are just your own. Um, yeah. Well, we feel like um, we're both Billy. Yeah. I mean, Alan and I are both playing two yeah. to opposite sides of <laughs> Billy's consciousness. And we are tired and we of are you tired. copying us. Yeah. We, you feel like you, we were into tarot before oh you were into it like way before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, no, I'm oh, sorry. Shoot. That's um, <laughs> well, well, well. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we can just have the same interest. I'm totally fine with that. Actually, <laughs> got it. Okay, cool. I'm, this is this is why I called because I don't, I can't do confrontation, yeah. and I don't want to bring it up. So I don't know what to do. Here's what I think you should do. I think that you need a little time away from this person. Yeah. I think that sometimes also okay. like like look, I, I like I've had this with with Sarah. Sometimes we talk about this where like you know, obviously you spend a lot of time with your loved one, but like you just want to have stuff that you're the best at. Like, you know, like you want to be like, oh, I'm actually the best at this. Like I I understand Mm -hmm. that everyone needs to try all sorts of things, but like it's important for people to feel like, well, I've put in the effort here. Like I've put in the effort and I get to be the person that's really good at this thing. Now, that being said, like if a friend of mine starts a podcast, I'm not threatened by that because I know that I can also like Mm -hmm. destroy them. I can destroy them and with a a single snap (laughs) Thanos style. No, but like I do think that sometimes when people are getting into your interests or like it's like, oh, like this person that I didn't really get along with and now they're kind of doing something that's so in my wheelhouse. Yeah, like there's Mm -hmm. an insecurity that bubbles up. But I think the insecurity is just because you want to feel validated as an individual that has your own things. Now, that being said, this friend of yours is never going to do tarot the way that you do tarot. She's never going to health recruit in the way that you health recruit. Yeah. And there's enough like <laughs> sauce to go around that you don't need to be worried that she's going to steal your sauce. Yeah. And especially when it comes to dating, yeah. just know that whoever she finds mm-hmm. will probably also be an awful guy because men are just terrible yeah, in general. You, you should yeah. never let that <laughs> she never trusted a boy. Never. Yeah. Um I do think Well that, for the record I called the podcast for, for dating advice, but you didn't call me back for that one. So maybe next <laughs> week you'll have to call and give you the dating advice. Uh, yeah to be frank, I'm sure it was a good call. I get so many moist messages. I actually feel bad. I think Did you just I, say moist messages? I get so many moist mails. That's what I call the voicemails. <laughs> 
Moist mouths. That's so <laughs> disgusting. That's the title. Sounds awful. Yeah, it sounds bad. Oh yes, there's, we've got moist mail again. We got moist mail all over this place. But um, I do think that yeah, you need to just take some time away from this person. I found that some of my best uh, friends <laughs> in the world. I just spend too much time around sometimes, and then I find myself getting annoyed at them for stuff that's normal. Like, yeah. that stuff is, that is just, like, yeah. the way that human beings operate in the world, and there's no real right that I have to be annoyed with them. I just was around them too much. That makes sense. It's actually, it, this is good, because I, I've been getting my head about it, thinking, oh, I, every all these things are the same, and, and this is that. So, you know, maybe it's me. Maybe it's that I'm just getting yeah. a little bit too insecure about, totally. about yeah. these hobbies. So yeah. that's that's helpful. I appreciate that that perspective because I, you know, I hadn't thought about it that way. And, and also remember that friendship is two people choosing to spend time together. So if you're like feeling frustrated by this person, take a little time away until you want to hang out with them again. Like I think that sometimes when friendship burns too hot, you start to resent things that are just like, oh, we're like two individuals. Like We don't, have a contract. We don't have to spend time with each other. We just are like two people on this planet. Like if some, if Alan's annoying me, I'm like not hanging out with him for a second. Yeah. But then like we choose to hang out because we enjoy spending time together. Like I think that that's just how it has to work. But sometimes when friendships, especially when, how old are you? You said you're out of college? Yeah, I'm I'm almost 25. Okay, there you okay. go. Yeah, yeah. But and what's your, so, wait, what's your social, and what's your social security, security number? number? And yeah. just like mother's maiden name. <laughs> Dog's first death. I know. Yeah, I dog's first death. I'm dropping all the details. I should have just given you my name. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, thank you so much for calling in. And uh, yeah, take some time to yourself. Do a little tarot. Do a little soul searching. And uh, I'm sure that your friendship just needs to bubble while it simmers. <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And Miles, congratulations. Tell Sarah I said hi. She is the goat. Um, oh, thank I really you. your time. And keep... Keep doing what you do. Bye. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. And uh, thanks for listening to the show. Bye, Connor. Bye. Eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me, because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly, these are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? 
That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Yeah, friendship is tough. I feel like they, so, yeah, I do think that that's so true, though. If your friends are bugging you, like, t- just spend some time away from them. Like, you don't have to, you know what I mean? I'll find myself getting annoyed at my dog. Of course. And I'll be like, I need a little bit of time away from you. It's emotional labor of petting you. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I do think that, especially when the term best friend gets thrown around, capital B, capital F, as she did in her mm-hmm. voicemail. She said it with capitals. She did say it with capitals. I think that uh, people then feel an obligation that like you're fulfilling a role. So you must therefore spend all the time and spend all the time communicating. And I think that that sometimes is too much pressure, even if it's true. Like, I mean, I have best friends and I, I think that it's like, you just, you have to know that it's just, oh, they're just an individual. Like that's separate from you and they're, they're living their own life. And then when we meet, we get to have this wonderful experience, but like you don't have to agree with everything that they do. And you definitely don't have to like squash every little beef. Yeah. Here we go. Another voicemail. Wait, no, I didn't mean to call them back yet. Ah, no, 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 no. I want to listen to the voicemail first. <laughs> Hi, Miles. Um, I'm getting married this year and some friends just announced that they're getting pregnant getting pregnant they are pregnant um and they're due the like the week of our wedding and they're in our wedding and i feel both happy and angry so any advice would be great or not that's also fine xoxo go kiss girl have a great day getting upstaged by a baby at your own damn wedding, Ellen. Mm-hmm. That's what we're discussing here. It sounds like she's got to try harder than like. Yeah. Yeah. You, the, it's a baby. What's she, I don't know what she's worried about. <laughs> she's just sort of like, <laughs> I guess I'm pissed. I'm just like. I wish they would have consulted me for before they, they fucked. fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, let's get the whole story here. <laughs> Hello. You called perfect person about a nasty (laughs) little embryo and your jealousy on the week of your wedding. How is it going? I'm here with Alan Starzynski, friend of mine. Hi. Okay, hold on. Miles, can you hear me? I'm in the middle of Costco. Costco. I love Costco. Costco, yes. Go to get a Kirkland signature hot dog on the show. Send me your receipts. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so truthfully, this problem just happened today. So the fact that y'all even called me back to solve it. It's so wonderful. Yeah, we like to get in there early and make sure that, you know, it's service with a smile at a reasonable price. Yeah, problems hot off the presses. Yeah. Thank God. Well, yeah, so I am getting married 2023. Congratulations. Um, Big congrats. (laughs) Thank you. 
Thank you. And I'm realizing now I sound like an insensitive person, Miles, considering you just became a father. So congratulations. <laughs> and, that, and you know but, what? That's true. And that's true. And honestly, that's why yeah. I'm, I got married like, you know, a little bit ago and I had a baby. So I'm e- uniquely qualified to answer this question. And I've never been Beautiful. married yeah. and I don't have any children. That you know about. Yeah. I'm pretty you sure. You and me both. Yeah. Got it. Cool. So, yeah. So we're getting married and we just found out from our third groomsmen. <laughs> that they are expecting a baby this year, which is like, great. Yeah. So thankful for the gift of life. Could not be me at this moment. Um, but they are due the week of our wedding. Yeah. And I don't want to sound like a bridezilla, but I'm like also not super jazzed about this situation. Um, <laughs> because what if he has to leave because his wife goes into labor, which is obviously more important, but I'm just yeah. like, I don't know what to do. Like, do we have this conversation of like, hey, do you want to gracefully bow out so you can focus on that just in case? Or do we want to risk? Risk doesn't sound like the right word, yeah. but risk it. Try to float like very politely Yeah. if they want to keep it, you mm. know? No, no. <laughs> that's enough <laughs> out of you. I think that here's what you got to do. I'm going to assume they will. I'm going okay. to assume. I mean, who knows, right? Yeah, they're but telling people. Who knows, right? Yeah, they're telling, they're telling people. I don't think they're going to, yeah. Well, you're getting married though, so maybe you can ask. No, but so here's what I think you should do. I think that first of all, let's just all take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a deep breath because... It's going to be okay. I know that you're getting married, and obviously I'm sure that there's lots of cash in hand going off for this wedding. But I want you to know that- This is a money-making scheme. This is a money-making scheme. that I want you to know that, like, this is something you can plan for, and on your wedding day, shit is going to go awry. And it's not going to be something that anything that you could plan for. Stuff just goes wrong on a wedding day. We like did all our tables and stuff like that. And then at our wedding, we were like, oh shit, like we didn't put this person at a table. We had to figure that out. Stuff just goes down. We had to do, we had to like lug giant industrial ovens into our backyard. It was a crazy, crazy (laughs) time. So somebody maybe having a baby around this time is like not that big of a deal because also this is the best man or a groomsman? Uh, Groomsman, almost best man, but that's the tea. I didn't tell you that. Oh my, why weren't they the best man? What happened? It truly, truly was just, it was just a tough, I I feel for my fiance. He has great people to choose from. Oh, they had to bachelor style, figure it out. And like with through a series of uh, dates. Yeah. Through a series of dates. Quite literally is what it's like in this friend group. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, then I don't understand what you're worried about (laughs) because also he's not the best man. So it's like on the day of the wedding, if the baby is there, that's like, oh my gosh, congratulations. But there's no, it's not going to interrupt your wedding. Are you worried it's going to outshine you on your big day? So no, I didn't think that until someone asked me that exact question. And then I was like, well, fuck, like, what if it does? Um, basically somebody was like, that's kind of like if somebody proposes at your wedding. And I was like, God damn it. Well, I, I think that it's, I know it's not like that. Yeah. Here's the major difference is that you are in a great position. If anything, the, the pregnant, uh, the pregnant partners are kind of being overshadowed by you because they're giving birth to a baby. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're throwing a fucking big ass party where yeah, they're they get different. to eat yeah. food they're and drink things. alcohol yeah. and hang out with people. Yeah. Um, and I also think that like, think about it this way. Did you watch Game of Thrones? 
No. Well, <laughs> never mind. So you're, <laughs> you're Hodor. You're Hodor. You're, in this so you're Hodor. No, I was just going to say, like, it's your wedding day. I think that sometimes when people are worried that they're going to be outshined or that they're not going to receive the attention that they have, sometimes fighting against... What is someone shouting in the background? Um, for their for their child in Costco. Oh, oh that's, yeah, that's so right. funny. Well, let's get that child taken care of. Yeah, let's fix that. Let's problem. fix that. I think, I think. I think so. I think they're good. I don't know. Not um, my problem. Anyway, no, not your problem. Hey, and neither is this other baby that's coming. So. <laughs> I think that sometimes when, like, if you're worried that you're not going to receive enough attention, fighting back against that and and entering with a panicked energy probably means that it's going to take more attention away from you than just going with the flow and relaxing Mm. into it. Like, if the baby happens, like, that's great. Like, oh, gosh, we're so happy for you. Be gracious. Just just like, you know what I mean? Like, don't let it bother you, which is a hard thing to say. I understand that you might be worried because you're like, we're putting all this money in. Like, I don't want, like, what if the water breaks in the middle of the ceremony? Like... If that is to happen, the best thing you can do is just like smile and just be like a huge congratulations, like go to the hospital, enjoy. And then the attention is on you again because you've done this gracious thing. You know what I mean? And then also (laughs) you have the most memorable wedding. Remember when that woman gave birth at your wedding? Yeah. You have like, this sounds like a winning situation for you across the board. (laughs) Right. at least nobody's nobody's gonna not go to your wedding because their other friends gave birth. They're like, yeah, we'll deal with that later. Yeah. Um, well, you know what's funny yeah. is like, okay, so at our wedding, Alan was the flower girl, <laughs> and uh, which we asked him to be, and we were so psyched, and we're like, I'm sure he's gonna do something funny, and he did. He stripped down to a tiny little skimpy outfit. I had three costume changes three costume changes and then ran wow. down with his balls borderline out. Now we loved that. It was like really really fun mm-hmm. and funny. But can you imagine if we like caused a thing about like being annoyed you were taking attention away from us? <laughs> it would be so mm-hmm. fucking lame. It would like have it yeah. would have sucked the energy away and it would have given you more attention. <laughs> like us causing or being like, oh, I can't believe you did that. It just like really took away from Sarah on her big day. It like would have made us look worse and would have given Alan more attention. Yeah. So it's like, I think you just have to go with the flow on this stuff and let people have their little moments. At a wedding, you are the queen. And the queen doesn't need to concern herself with the goings-on of the peasants in attendance. <laughs> yes. You know I think I'm mean? hung up on two things, yeah. if I may present those to Please, the court here. present them to the court. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I straight, so when they told us, my exact response was like, oh, cool. I think I'm just overwhelmed with people having babies and like that not being my thing right now. But yeah. I just been hung up on like, well, people think I'm an asshole for like, just my gen- my general shock, but also like, I'm not trying to be upset about this, but I think I'm just anxious now that, you know, my fiance cares very much about his friend and like to possibly lose a groomsman at the last minute because of something like this, I think also makes me just feel like bad. So I think I'm hung up on that. Okay. I think that was also point number two was just like my, my fiance, like, keeps his friends very close and just so not to like I don't know like to have a friend say yes and then at the last second not be able to credit for good reason just like that sucks you know one of your friends might not be there yeah. but I think also just I don't want people to think of me as being like this rude person that's just kind of like God, they're having a another baby wait this is a second baby a second all right baby. you know what yeah. they're Fuck not invited them. to the no. wedding anymore <laughs> yeah. 
that changes everything. I think also this is a, and uh, I'm going to give you a healthy dose of other people's lives are not your concern. And I think that it's like, look, uh, I, I yeah. know that that's hard to hear sometimes. And it feels like you may have, it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like them having a baby is giving you anxiety. Cause you're just like, I don't want to be in a world with babies yet. That's not like where I am. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, that could, that, that could be part of it. And that's fine. Like, look, I had a baby, but yeah. like, I, I know that my friends aren't there yet. Most of them are still single. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that seems that's, pointed, but it's <laughs> that seems pointed. It's pointed right at Alan. Yeah. But like, I don't know to expect that anyone else is going to live their lives the way that I can. I can only control me. Like I just have to do what I'm going to mm-hmm. do and love my friends for where they're at like I think it would be so weird yeah. if I'm all of a sudden being like all right everybody time to settle down yeah like it's just yeah. not my fucking place you can never make anybody do anything and yes. you can't control what anybody does you mm-hmm. can only control how you react yeah. and what you do in your life totally and so I all the time if I'm stressed about something or angry or upset I really take a second and I assess do I have any control over the situation, mm-hmm. over the outcome? If the answer is no, then I do not let it affect me. And if I if it does start to affect me again, I remind myself, hey, you don't have any control over this. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. There's no, it is useless to be worried about it. Then. Yeah. You just have to let mm-hmm. the cards play out how they're going to play out because they're going to no matter what. Yeah. And you know what? I think a good place to put this, like, uh, to do a one for one. I remember when I was younger and I wanted to go out drinking, I really would get a when you were seven, when I was seven yeah, on the farm, <laughs> drinking moonshine on the tractor. No, I remember I'd be like annoyed at my friends for not like going really hard or something and being like, what do you mean? Come on. Like, let's fucking like, you know what I mean? Like trying to get people to get really fucked up or something. And the older you get, you're just like, Oh, I don't, it doesn't, I don't care. Like it doesn't, I don't know. Like, I think that that type of thing of you want other people to be doing what you're doing because it's going to make you feel better about doing what you're doing. And ultimately it's just like, if I want to get drunk or not get drunk, that's on me, but it's going to, like I can't make other people do things that they're not really ready to do because it's going to affect my mood. That's you, such a strange thing to ask. Yes. You, you know? do that though. You you force people to get drunk. I get, yeah. Well, when you, you walk go, into our house, there's a beer bong with uh, liquor, and yeah. you have to liquor bong before you enter the house. Baby yeah. included. Wow. <laughs> baby included. Actually. Yeah, that baby has been drunk yeah. since the day it's been born. Drunk baby on milk though, breast <laughs> or otherwise. So, um, but yeah, and and the other thing about your your fiance uh, and his friends. I mean, I'm tight with a lot of my friends, and one of my friends, Mike, sweet sweet. Mike, um, who has appeared on the Platinum episodes, he, uh, the day before he had like a death in the family and he had to go to a funeral and he was one of my groomsmen. So, but it's like, and I, that like pained me and I was like, oh, but uh, to be honest, in my memory, he was there. Like when I'm remembering my wedding, he was there because it's just like that he's one of my best friends. Like on the day of, I, I never was like, oh man, like what a loss. In my mind, I was just like, you know, it's a bummer that he wasn't there, but it's just like life goes on. You well, just he, enjoy he stuff. made me wear yeah. a mask of Mike. Yeah, so do, I made Alan be Mike. Yeah. Alan was Mike for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wow. lost all autonomy that day. It was pretty... Yeah. But I think that just, you know, as you're planning the wedding, stuff's going to go wrong. You, all you can do is try to have the best time that you can have. 
Other people are going to be having yeah. their own shit. You might have friends that are there that are just going through something, that friends that are there that are feeling sad and alone because it's a wedding. You can't control any of that. All you can control is that you have a cool event, that you bring your friends in, that you remind your community that like you're there for them and that you're trying to create one big group so that everyone can be happy together. You can't worry about yeah. other people that much. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for calling in. Definitely. And uh, does this help? Does this resonate? Yeah, I think, I mean, the shock of it today, again, I called you somewhat just panicking because that is life. (laughs) Um, But no, quite literally uh, like 11 o'clock today. Um, (laughs) And I think I'm just realizing like this is the one and only thing in my life so far where like it feels like everything matters. Yeah. Um, And so, and yeah, like I'm not used to forcing people to do things the way that I want or like Mm -hmm. plan things the way that I do. But this feels like the one thing that it's like kind of have to, but like also it is what it is. And so I think it's just, you know, my first and hopefully only wedding that I'm just like, ah. You know what? As somebody who's gone to several weddings. Yeah. I think that the only thing that people actually care about at the wedding, like they don't give a shit about the flowers or the napkins. They care if the food is good. Yeah. The booze is free Mm -hmm. and their friends are there. Yeah, totally. Those are the only thing. And and that there's like a decent DJ, you know, like. Yeah, DJ is important. Yeah. Well, I think it's just like you just want to create a party that where everyone feels like they can hang out with each other. Like, you know, like you just want to replicate the feeling of like everyone hanging out in someone's apartment like late at night and we're all having fun and whatever. You want that feeling blown up into a whole event. So it's like that's the stuff that matters, you know? Yeah all culminating into a legally binding contract between yeah. two people. Between two people. Legal. It's Legal. all about the legality, Legal. folks. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling yes. in and you have a fantastic evening. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my best to both of you. Oh, oh I appreciate you. it. All right. Bye-bye. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, yeah, bada I think, boom. I think that in times like that, you just got to take a deep breath and just say like, there's just more important stuff. Or yeah. like we, with the baby, honestly, we've been thinking about, we went and saw this, uh, we had like all these tests before because you do like a blood test and you do this test and that. And they tell you like all the genetic things and like, we ever, you know, baby was healthy. Did, all you, the things did you do the cancer test? Um, what's that? It's where if the baby's hand is bigger <laughs> than its face. <laughs> oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> so funny um no so we do all these tests and this doctor was like i'm like oh got you (laughs) i'm owning my baby on the daily oh you're gonna cry (laughs) no he's a sweet little angel but no so uh the we did these tests and um we were like is he growing you know and sarah was kind of like is he growing well is it this is that and he's totally healthy like all the tests came back great but then the doctor was also just like but like these are all like she was just essentially being like, look, you're going to get all these tests done and then he's going to be born and he's not going to do what you want him to do. And he's not going to be in the percentiles of whatever because it's just, he's a baby. He's going to be like a person. You're introducing chaos into the world. Like he's not a computer program. So you're just like the stuff you're worried about. You got to like breathe and let it go because you might want him to be interested in this and he's interested in that. It's a person. Yeah. So it's as a person, he's going to have agency and that's kind of what makes it fun. It's like you can do everything you can to try to set him up for success, but at the end of the day, it's a human being. And, and he human can become goth. Are, 
You know, he could be. T- I mean, I'd be honored <laughs> to have a goth son. Would be like kind of sick. You, if you and Sarah had a goth son, that would rule. Though that'd I'd fully scary. embrace it and like put on makeup and we could go to a cool <laughs> concert. We're gonna go see the Cure. They're so old, Dad. Yeah, we're gonna go. Though. Yeah, we're going though. It's like the goth music is not the same unilaterally <laughs> across the board. All right, Alan, we're gonna do one more call here okay. and blah blah bean and bam wow barati darata. Hi, Miles. Um, my name is Lily. I'm 22 years old, and I've never been kissed. Um, I need your help figuring this problem out. Um, and if anyone can do it, it's you. Okay, love you. Bye. SEAL Team 6 running in to get Lily kissed. Alan, we are about to change Lily's life. Let's do it. We're like the angels of chaos. If she picks up. She's going to pick up. Hello. Kissing police. Hello. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Lily, thank you so much for calling Hello. in. Oh my God. Thank you for calling me back. Of course. We're happy to call you back. I'm here with my friend Alan. Hello, Lily. Now, Li- Hi, Alan. Lily, talk to me about she your. She did co- not seem excited. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Alan. Alan. That's how I've been no, gr- greeted so by Miles. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's okay. That's how I talk to him too. Um, tell me, uh, tell me your conundrum because we're about to change your life today. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well, this is very multifaceted. So <laughs> let's see. Okay. So I'm 22, right? I graduated college like six months ago. So that time has come and gone, unfortunately. Awesome. Um, I also came out as gay. Awesome. Congratulations. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, So, yeah. um, I have been in a situationship for like three months. Awesome. um, And that's going nowhere, clearly, because we have not kissed. Got it. Uh Um, And that's basically the gist of it. That's all I got. Okay, cool. Well, here's what I'll say. Uh, one, uh, don't beat yourself up for being 22 and not kissing yet. Fully so normal. Okay. Have so many friends that are, that were literally in the same boat. I didn't lose my virginity till I was 24. There we go. Till you was 24. It's, okay, so I have time. Whew. You got plenty yeah, of time. You could still beat me. You, you got could still, you could still beat, beat Alan. <laughs> but like, just don't give yourself a hard time for this. It's not, things like this, I think that people give themselves a hard time for, but it's only going to feel abnormal if you are marking it as abnormal and you're judging yourself for it. It's a normal situation. You've been like, you know, I I think that also like if you want to go out in there and get some kisses, we're going to help get you there. Lily, are you a, (laughs) are you a little shy baby? I, I guess maybe I am. I'm I'm an extrovert. Okay. Okay. I'm still, I don't know. I guess a little bit. Clearly. I've kissed lots of different people. And the first time you kiss anyone new, it feels like the first time you've kissed. Not me. Not you. Oh. Not for Alan. Oh, I am, oh. I am one of the world's best kissers. He's one. No, he's not. Yes, I, I've, I, I've I, had him. I've, I've kissed Alan one time. <laughs> one time I was saying goodbye to Sarah, and I was like, <laughs> it was really a fun moment. But I kissed Sarah goodbye, and I was just like, all right, bye, sweetie. And I kissed Sarah, and then Alan bunkered up, and I was like, all right, bye, Alan. Kissed him as well. <laughs> Left. Oh. But, but I think that, like, uh, so anyway, my point being, though, that, like, you're going to be great at it. I think that really it's just about the confidence and about meeting people that you're going to want to date. Yeah. Right. So tell us about your interests. Now you just recently come out and I think, uh, do you have a community of like other gay people that you're hanging out with and where do you live? 
Um, I live in South Florida, so right off the bat, we're at a For disadvantage. Sure. Tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, tougher. Because, you know, we have that whole bill. I'm not allowed to say gay here. That's so um, insane. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, my interest, I, so the other thing, is, too, is I work from home, so I don't, like, see anybody ever. Um, mm-hmm. But I have friends that don't work from home, and they invite me out, so I go out a little bit. Yeah. But, like, like I said, I'm in Florida. Do, aren't there, like, gay nights at... Uh, or gay bars in those areas? Yeah, there might be. Who knows? There might be. I'll have to look into that one. I think that you're at a huge... I mean, honestly, you saying that you have a community of people that you're going out with is, like, huge. Like, that automatically, you are way a step ahead of uh, where you need to be to get those lips smooching. Get them smooch... I, are, <laughs> Lily, are you, on, <laughs> are you on the dating apps? Am I? Oh, yeah, and I hate it. Yeah, they're I terrible. Know, I mean, yeah, they're bad. It's... it's Terrible, especially, oh my God, everyone on them, like, they're all witches. Every single girl I've met is a witch on there. They're all witches or looking for a third, and I'm not looking for either of those things. Honestly, this episode might be called They're All Witches or Looking for a Third. <laughs> but I think that, like, yeah, you, so dating apps are a good thing to just passive, it's, it's passive income. Dating apps are smart passive income. You don't want to rely on them, but it's good to have them on just to kind of be like, cause like, I know people who met their loved ones on uh, dating apps, but you just don't want yeah. to have done that and then feel like you've done the work of dating by using a dating app. True. Yeah. I will say it's going to be hard for you to find somebody that's queer, not a witch. Uh, I'm going to say that <laughs> the two, there's an overlap. There, there's a Venn yeah. diagram that is queerness witch. and witch. <laughs> witch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just, I don't have a problem with witches, okay. you know, like that's go, get, like, you know, go off. But the <laughs> absolutely go find, off which queen. I just I don't I don't want to get hexed, you know. What, so tell me about your life. Tell me about some of your interests. My interests. Oh man, now I'm now I, hobbies, like I have no sir. interest. If you're not into if hobbies. you're not into witchy stuff, are you into you know t- TV? Are you into b- the board Catholic ga- Church board games? Are you into Catholicism? Yeah, you love Catholicism. <laughs> yeah, you love Catholicism. <laughs> you can't get enough. No, no, not Catholicism. That doesn't go well with the whole gay thing. Um, I like the beach. Um, yeah. Is there a gay beach? Is there? A gay beach? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> is there bottom bottom beach? That. And by the way, if there isn't, somebody out there with venture capitalist money better be fucking writing notes. Down. How have you not come up with gay beach? <laughs> if, yeah. By the way, if that does not exist and you have money right now, instant free cash. Yeah, that is okay. my god. I'm gonna get on that. Yeah, there's the dog beach, but I yeah. don't know about the gay beach. At the I'm very all over that. At the very least, this is a reality show. But no, I think that like I love the beach is such a great answer to. Do you have? interests but um i think i think that like rely on your friends Uh, by the way i'm sure that there are gonna be uh gay nights queer nights lesbian nights at different bars in your neighborhood it is florida and that uh, that is tough but there are gay people everywhere there are gay people and everywhere often too like the communities can feel more insular like i mean i grew up in north carolina there was for sure a giant lgbtq community there because people know like, oh, this is harder to seek out. So then you get really insular and it creates community. Like if there's one night Mm -hmm. that, you know, in your town that is doing stuff like that, then everyone is going to that one night because they want a community. So I think that like focus on that stuff. And then 
in these, you know, you haven't kissed yet. You don't have to be shy about that. I don't think that that needs to be something that you're hiding or that you're embarrassed about. I think that if you meet mm-hmm. someone, you kind of have a situation shippy, flirty nature. You can just like say that in a way that's just like, yeah, like I, I never have. And like, I think I, 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 you know, would love to kiss you. Like, I think you can use your words and you don't have to feel shy about performing some sort of confidence around that stuff. Yeah. There's also a good documentary yeah. kind mm-hmm. of about this situation directed by, I believe, uh, Drew Barrymore. Never been kissed. It's called Never yeah. Been Kissed. And Drew I Barrymore, think it's a yeah. good guideline. Mm-hmm. So my recommendation is <laughs> uh, become a journalist, pretend to be a high schooler. Yeah. And then become a popular kid in that high school yeah. and start to have a thing with the teacher and he feels uncomfortable about it. And then everybody yeah. finds oh. out. And your brother, David Arquette, yeah. will also pretend to be a high schooler and be very good at baseball. Definitely. Um, and I hope that helps. <laughs> yeah. I hope that that That's helps. That's actually so helpful. I actually was taking notes that whole time and I will be implementing all of them. Good. Awesome. Good. Yeah. That's huge. Now. So, um, but yeah, does this ring true? How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Um, the, you know what I will say though, I thought, um, that, you know, being flirty and then just being like, listen, I've never kissed anyone. I thought that would go really well for me. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you it didn't. Um, but <laughs> I met a barista about three months ago and I used that same line. Yeah. Um, and that's the situation ship I'm still in and she's yet to kiss me. Okay. Well, hang on. Let's crack this code because I feel like, yeah, let's yeah, crack this code. Tell us about the situation ship. You mentioned yeah. it, but I think that this person's going to kiss you with the power of me and Alan by <laughs> as your guardian angels. <laughs> you know what? I think, yeah, you guys might be the secret sauce in this situation. So. Um, I work from home, so I go to a coffee shop salon, and there was one that I was going to every day. Yeah. And there was a girl there, unmistakably gay. Um, very easy. <laughs> unmistakably um, <laughs> gay. Unmistakably gay. I love that song yeah. from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one day I walked up and I said, do you know what's a Denver airport? And she said, no. And I said, there's a huge theory of crazy you should look into it. And she said, okay. And then she started DMing me about it on Instagram. And then she started taking me out on dates. So we've been about on about how many dates would you say? 20, maybe 20 dates. And like way more than that. Are you sure they're dates? Yes. Because I'm like, what are we doing? You got to kiss her. You got to kiss her. She's being shy. Like a month ago, I was like, Hey, um, are you going to kiss me at some point? And she was like, yeah, that's the plan. And I was like, uh, you want to give me a timeline on that or? Oh, that's fun and funny. What? And I didn't, I didn't really get, I didn't really get an answer on that one. Okay. And a month um, later, I'm still waiting. Here's what you do in the car when you're driving mm-hmm. after a date. I find the car yeah. is a great place for kissing. By the way, also, are we yeah. on, are we on speakerphone? Your connection's kind of coming in just a little bit in and out. Um, I am on the beach currently, so it might be the worst. Oh, oh gay we beach? all know what type of beach yeah. you're on. <laughs> well, so um, I'm on the gay beach. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but uh, I think what you got to do, I find the car is a great place for kissing because you're okay. both sitting down. And you're yeah. sort of like, there is an intimate thing. If you're, and it's moving. If so you're driving go. or if it's moving on the highway going 100 <laughs> okay, miles perfect. an hour. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking. Next time, just like, I think that you should, this is going to feel, you've, gone, you've been on 20 dates. This is a sure thing, right? And if it's not, don't worry about it and move on. But I think you got to shoot the damn shot. 
you've got a six shooter okay. and you got to load the bullet and kiss the gun. I think what you got to do is um, uh, grab the hand, you you know, as, okay. as, as you're at the end of the date, grab her hand and just say, hey, I had a really nice time. You're kind of grabbing the hand, lock the eyes, look at the lips, and then there's okay. going to be the moment. I think that maybe this barista, this unmistakably gay barista is... <laughs> Also, unmistakably gay. gay is also feeling shy. Yeah, definitely. So I had uh, when I'm on dates with women, yeah. I ask yeah. before I kiss them. I go, "Huge, hey, yeah, would it be okay if I kissed you right now?" Totally great question. And I've gotten, um, no, but thank you for asking. Yeah. And also great to do. Yeah. And I've gotten, uh, yes, of course. I think also, yeah, asking is not a bad idea at all, Ellen. At the end of a date, hey, can I kiss you? And then you're sort of taking the reins of the situation and going for it. Yeah. I this is a foolproof plan. I think I I think I got this. This now. is a foolproof plan. Uh <laughs> if you're out there and you are currently copywriting the term gay beach, I'd like a residual check. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in and uh, go out there and have fun. Don't, don't put too much pressure on yourself and, um, yeah. you know, just enjoy it. The first time I kissed, uh, yeah, I kissed in a phone, phone, uh, photo booth thing outside of a movie theater. Oh. And then we went and saw oceans 13 and we made out the whole time. It was truly a zero to a oh, hundred. It was like, I was like, I'm not ready for the, and we kind of went for a long sloppy sesh. Anyway, thank you so much Damn. for calling in. You get out there and have fun. And uh, I appreciate you listening to the show. I will. Thank you so much. And congrats on the baby. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much. I, no, not for Alan. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Boom. Wow. That was great. Yeah. That was really you good. You know what that was? What's up? Pretty much it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why you're doing Eric's catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alan, that brings us to our final segment, a segment we like to call Get Real. This is a segment where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about each other and ourselves. And uh, I've been thinking about a lot about this because I've obviously got a little baby. So uh, time, I don't have much time uh, to, to focus on many things, but I was kind of wondering what is something that you are currently working on like, you know how people have different things that they're like, I'm working on this for my personality. I'm trying to, uh, like, I'm trying to listen more or I'm trying to, like, when I wake up, do an activity or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. What is something that you're working on for your personality right now? Uh, I am trying to have more of a vulnerability. Mm. And I'm also running. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I like that you run. I think it's fucking rad. I, I, I wish I had that ethic. I hate it. I know you hate it. Every day, Alan posts kind of a, like, every time you run, you post a story that's just like, fuck this. <laughs> and it's so funny because I keep expecting it to get in more enjoyable for you. And it just <laughs> does not. It doesn't. You fucking hate it every day. People are like, why don't you do a different exercise? I go, this is the amount of time. It's like yeah. about 30 to 40 minutes right. for me. Mm -hmm. And cool and then it's done and I don't have to think about it no. um, but there is so I am trying to connect a little bit more with people mm -hmm. 
as not um not a surface level totally just not having to uh be surrounded by a lot of people but just finding that hang out with like another person or two other people or something hmm. is can be as fulfilling yeah you know right like Instead of having a big sort of adrenaline rush of jumping from group to group, focusing in on people in a more real way. Is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 Like when I'm at a party mm-hmm. or I go out, I tend to be like, oh, this thing, this thing. Th- th- I, like yeah. I'm jumping and jumping and jumping. I'm not really staying in things. Long. But that's also because I feel like I have to. Hmm. Like I have to... D- Shaking everybody's hand and like You're making who everybody knows a else. lot of people too. You're yeah, like you, you, you. When you would go out, you are often just like people are coming in that know you that you've met. So it, it, right. it literally happened at a place I did not expect. <laughs> yeah, it to right, happen. exactly. Yeah, at the sex party. <laughs> at the sex party, you're like, "Hey, how's it going? Right, awesome, yeah. good, good to see you, buddy." <laughs> so yeah, at the sex party, you sort of zoned in on one person. You're able to. I think that that's a good. Uh, that's a good metric. I mean, I'm similar to you in that I'm very social. And I think that that's something that I learned with time where we obviously have lots of parties. And at first, uh, and I still struggle with this, but at first I would be like, oh, God, it like, have a little moment, have a little moment jumping around the party. And I think that the more I relax in and I'm just like, I'm going to lock on to these people for this several hours. I find that that just really brings me joy. Yeah. And it like allows me to have an extended experience with a couple people that I feel closer to at the end versus just having kind of a fun time overall. Yeah. Uh, Alan, thank you so much for doing the show, man. Thanks for having me. This was an absolute pleasure. It was a blast. Uh, where can people find you? People can find me uh, at Alan Starzynski yeah. on all platforms. That's right, baby. Uniform brand identity. And if you want to find me in person, yeah. my address, no, my home don't address. Link it. Don't huh? link it. Don't link the home address because <laughs> it's still on my license. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. That's true. How long have you lived? How long have you lived in that house? Five years. And- about- <laughs> I haven't made it to the fucking DMV. You have not I know. I changed go. that. I gotta fucking Oh, go. that's right. I get your registration every fucking year. By the way, a crazy thing happened where you brought me my license yeah. and I, for weeks, was like, fuck, I know Alan brought me my license, but like, where the hell did I put it? And I knew that you had brought it to me. And I was like, maybe there's our friend's house or whatever. And I was like looking around for it. And I was like, Sarah, I think I'm going to have to fucking go to the DMV. It was like a month after you brought it to me. And then I was looking at my wallet and I had just in a fucking tired haze put it in my wallet. <laughs> a problem that I had already solved. And I was like, shit. It was where it's supposed to be. It was where it be. needs to be. I already changed it out. Um, well, uh, yeah, thanks for doing the show, buddy. Uh, check out Alan's shit. He's always doing funny stuff on social media. Soup too hot. Oh, yeah. He's doing super and- and Cummy Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> you have a project called Cummy Mummy. It's that. not even that. It's just the thing <laughs> that I said years ago and people hated it. And yeah. so I continued to do it and I, I still, do it to yeah. this day. Still but apparently you're not allowed to call it uh, mummies anymore. Why? Because it's a it's mummified person. It's it, true. Museums are changing that because of the negative connotation of monsters and relating that to no way, yeah. So it's a cumified, mummified person, <laughs> cumified, mummified. And with that, everyone, we want you to remember at home the perfection 
There's only a call away. Yep. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs>